episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Today's season three, episode number 28. Today is June 2nd, Andy, and this is a songs episode only. How are you doing? Good, good. How about you today? Good. It's uh, we got the album of the week review for our songs episode uh, for this, this week to get out to our listeners. And I've got an album here, Andy. See if you like this one. It's called Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight. All right. It came out in 2021. There we go. More recent, yes. Yeah, so there this one is. came out in 2021. Uh, it's the 10th studio album by Foo Fighters. 10th. Released on Roswell Records, of course. It pushed. It was pushed back due to the pandemic, so they had to push it back a year after having it all recorded. Now, there's a slight shift in the band's style, with elements of dance, rock, and some pop. I gotta admit, Andy, I was not a big fan at first when I heard this album. Released February fifth, twenty twenty one. It started to grow on me, though. Yeah, it's very different. I had hesitations in even doing this album as part of the episode. Now, they recorded it October 29, right about COVID was hitting. February 2020, they finished it all during this whole pandemic is when they recorded it. They recorded it in an unnamed house in Encino, L.A. 36 minutes long, 32 seconds. It's considered alternate rock, hard rock, pop rock, power rock, and dance rock. Something I thought I'd never say on an episode here. Wow. That's... So, here's the, here's the tracks. Now, remember, this is a Foo Fighters group, the heaviest, one of the heavy rock bands of all time in history. They have a song number one, Making a Fire. Song two is Shame, Shame. Song three is Cloud Spotter. Song four called Waiting on a War. Uh, Dave Grohl writes the uh, lyrics about, I've been waiting uh, on a war since I was a young boy running around with a toy gun. You know, kind of waiting for a war. Very, very different. You know, uh, not something you'd normally hear as far as anti-war folks. He's actually wanting a war. Medicine at Midnight. Right. Medicine at Midnight is kind of a, a song about, let's call it friends with benefits, maybe around a midnight visit. He says, I need my medicine ah. at midnight, although I know it's not a cure, but it helps me get through the night. Oh. Song six is No Son of Mine. It's kind of written from God looking down at a, at a tough uh, priest that's doing cocaine, hookers, and blow on the side, and then going, putting on his veil, putting on his outfit to be a church minister on Sunday. Your no son of mine is the lyrics kind of coming from God by saying about these hypocritical uh, priests and those people with double lives. Uh, very good song, actually. It's it's hard. Jim and Tammy. And what's that? It's the whole Jim and Tammy and Jerry. It, it's kind of like that. It's ripping on the, 80s, the yeah. evangelists and whatnot that are out there to get the everlasting moolah. Song seven is holding poison. Song eight is chasing birds. Very soft song. I'm not a fan of that. Song nine, Love Dies Young. 
Love Dies Young is a very pop song. Probably my least favorite song on the entire record. But the music video that goes along with it is a must-see for any fan. Must-see. I'll, I'll put a link in the description. Very funny. Yes. And Foo Fighters always have fun with their music videos as far as having yep. fun, having comedy element, and having a good time. This, they bring in some artistic graphic arts person with some video, and they plop the heads of all the Foo Fighters players on these on a normal a video of a, a team of women doing synchronized swimming in a pool with the heads of ah. Foo Fighters fans. It's actually actually very funny the way that they done that from a from an artistic. I'm not an artsy kind of a guy, but it didn't take a few minutes to do that. It took a lot of work to make that. It's perfect, is what it is. Very good. Not a good song, but a, a very very good music video. Now, Medicine at Midnight debuted at number three on the Billboard 200 chart, and. Um, it was elected by Loudwire magazine as a 31st best rock slash metal album of all of 2021. That's not a compliment. 31st. Yeah. That's probably only 33 albums that came out that year. So not yeah, not many albums in the hard rock metal come out in a year like this. Uh I would guess it would have been in the top five or top ten, but 31st. This was not even on my radar as far as to buy or even purchase. Uh, because I know they went to this dance kind of pop yeah. kind of stuff, but the 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 band once again the personnel we got Dave Grohl lead lead vocals, Taylor Hawkins the late Taylor Hawkins uh, arrived on drums was also they're all credited with being a producer on this every guy in the band was credited as a producer Taylor Hawkins the late Taylor Hawkins did all the drumming very good Nate Mendel on bass Chris Shiflet guitar Pat Smear guitar and they added Rami Jaffe on keyboards as a full time member of the band as well uh, those are the musicians of the group now there's a song that has background vocals that include violet Grohl. dave Grohl's daughter violet age 16 appears with samantha sidley on background vocals on one of their really soft kind of songs and that that once again very interesting did not like it at first she's very good though it's a it's an album andy that has to grow on you i must say it's it's not actually that bad there's there's a cello there's violin and strings on these songs very strange it's a very strange album and it took a lot of time to uh to put this together because i think they knew they'd get a lot of criticism with this with this album now they released song number one shame shame that's pretty good i do like that you I think like I've heard that one, yeah. Shame, shame. You would hear that. That came out in November 2020. Very good music video for that as well. No Son of Mine came out New Year's New Year's Day 2021. That's got a very good video. Uh, Waiting on a War came out number three. That's their third release. Making a Fire, song four that was released, and Love Dies Young five. So once again, they released five songs out of nine. Get full wow. release albums, and none of these are, you know, as far as airplay, they're getting airplay as these singles. They're not really that good. You may have heard of them. You may not have even known that they were the Foo Fighters. The very first song is Making a Fire. It's got some very good elements that I like. There's also some elements of the song that I don't like. Uh, Cloud Spotter. 
Very soft. I listen. I played some of these songs to my wife, Andy, to listen to. Uh oh. And they're they're, they're going to be using some of these in dance studio, you know, nightclubs as kind of songs to dance along to. I'll have to take your word I'm on not, that one. I'm embarrassed to admit that, actually. I'll take your word on that. I'm not. So I think that's what they're trying to get into that realm because they've kind of covered every other rock genre out there. I'll check this out. They don't say where the album was recorded, right? They yeah. just say an unnamed house. Now, the album was recorded in a large old house built in the 1940s in Encino, California. Recording sessions proceeded quickly, something that Grohl attributed two things, that the material was progressing quickly and that they were recorded in an environment where strange things kept happening. So it produced quick, but they had strange things going on in this house. Grohl says this. He says, I knew the vibes were definitely off in this place. But the sound was blank, was blanking on. It was awesome, awesome sound in this house. He said, we'd come back to the studio the next day and all the guitars would be detuned. Uh-oh. Then our settings, we'd be putting them all on the mixing board for the settings for each of the songs. They'd all be set back to zero on the recording studio board the next morning. Everything huh. was set back to zero. Then he said, we would open up a Pro Tools session and the tracks would be missing from that entire session. Hmm. Then there were some tracks that there were that were there that were put on there that we didn't put on there. They go to listen to some of the tracks on their Pro Tools, and there's stuff recorded that they did not do. So they had some paranormal stuff at this whole house that went on during the recording of this. Very goofy. Huh. So some examples were they also had just some weird open mic noises. Nobody playing an instrument or anything like that, but just an open mic recording in a room and various weird things were happening. Now, Grohl noted that they also captured unexplainable footage on video in this house. They captured it on video. But due to a non-disclosure agreement with the house's owner, who was attempting to sell the property, they said the footage could not be shown. The the dude's trying to sell the property. It's obviously haunted to some extent. Well, you know, Dave, uh, Dave Grohl likes his Mother Nature a little bit. Gold sessions that they recorded, which frequently ended in nights of large cookouts, drinking, and parties. The sessions here were wrapped up as quickly as possible, and they left. They all were creeped out by this place. Well, Dave, so, Dave, Dave Grohl does like his Mother Nature a little bit there, so is there too much of that going on? I, well, from what it sounds like, it's not. It's, it's not. Weird things are going on because – Things could be happening that couldn't really be explained as far as the Pro Tools, the sessions, and the recordings. Who knows? But they came back and their guitars were all detuned the next day. Their settings on the recording, on the mixer, were all at zero. Wow. So strange phenomenon here uh, with the Foo Fighters. But I have to say, listening to the album more and more, I do like it. It's I can't really rule it out. But, boy, you listen to it the first time. It's one of those albums that you want to throw in the trash right after listening to it the very first time. Is honestly how I felt. Then I watched the music videos, got the humor, and and listened to the rest. And they're kind of catchy, but it's it, it took a while to get used to it. That's all I've got for this week. Well, speaking of Foo Fighters, there is a tribute band of theirs in Minnesota called the Fool Fighters. You can see that. Fool Fighters, okay. Fool. F-O-L, Fool. So. Find them on Facebook. You can see where they're playing and how they do. 
Um, I don't have much on them. I do have some concert information for our local facilities here. Um, and I'm not going to go too far. I'll just go to the next couple months on stuff. Uh, I, again, I saw nothing at Target Center. And the only thing I saw in June XL Energy Center, and I want to bring this up to you, Dan, because it's right around Father's Day. Maybe if your girls are listening, then get this for you. Nice. But June 14th will be the new kids on the block at XL Whoa. Energy Center. The oh, mixtape oh. tour with Salt and Peppa, uh, Rick Astley. I know you're a big Rick Astley guy. Of course. And and Vogue are all going to be there. So um, there's that. And the Dine Entertainment Center had nothing on weekends, but they do have their free music Thursdays on the patio, rain or shine. So if you're out that way. And then just a couple local shots. And I picked two places that we've gone to for music. It just happened to be the same two bands were at these two places just in reverse order. So this is not favoritism to the bands. I like them both, but just worked out. Excelsior Brewing uh, tomorrow, Friday the 3rd, has the Shaw Brothers. And Saturday, July 2nd, a band called Rebel Queens. It's a women's rock band, uh, kind of a 70s runaway type rock band sound. But oh, yeah. yes, very good. Um, if you look at their website, a lot of big name people have given Ron Keel has endorsed them. We've talked about Ron Keel on the show. Uh, Nita Strauss, who we've talked about on our social media. She does a lot of uh, guitar work. If you follow the Los Angeles Rams, their home games, she does a lot of the uh, national anthem for them. Okay. They're both good fans of She's uh, Saturday, July 2nd, Rebel Queens at Excelsior Brewery. Then Floyd's in Victoria, just in reverse order. This Friday is Rebel Queens. And back on June 11th will be the Shaw Brothers. Um, I just mentioned Excelsior Brewing and Floyd's. Just your local bars and breweries for local music. Just support them. Go see those guys. Um, cover bands are there. Tribute bands. Um, new bands. Original music bands like the Rebel Queens. Local bands. Fun to see. Good times. A lot of them very minimal cover, if any at all. Um, which gives more money for the food and drink, which is how the bands get paid. Um, we've had a lot uh, rot in the last couple of years, this pandemic. The reins have been loosened where we can go out and do stuff, have fun times. Here's a good thing to do. I know the Excelsior Commons has concerts on the during the week a certain day. Uh, the city of Buffalo has stuff going on right now. If you check out their page, we've shared those on our social media. Just go and have a good time. Support these people. Have a good time. Fool Fighters. Look for them. Um, other tribute bands we've mentioned here in the past that we've gone to. Now, Donnie, uh, do you know if they uh, older stuff or newer stuff, the Fool Fighters? I just I was looking at the page a little bit. Um, a lot of their stuff was all over the place, so they cover all of it. Um, so probably depends on how much time they get at each show, too. They might narrow the list down. Gotcha. And depending on who they're playing with, too, you know. It's a band that's more 90s orientated than we do the older stuff. Um, nice. Okay. But yeah, they were uh, their Facebook page was really good. Uh, I was impressed with it. It doesn't take much to impress me. They had a Facebook page, so correct. That's that's <laughs> a start right there, you know. Um, but look again, a lot of these other ones you see, go go have a good time. Uh, Foo Fighters. I'm not a big fan. I'll just do them on the radio. I don't think I've ever purchased anything of theirs. Um, but I do have a good time. Their videos and their music sometimes don't match, 
you know, like you're saying, the videos are good. So you'll be watching the video, and that's what gets you in. That's the whole trick of videos. That's a good video. I'm gonna watch it again. That was funny. Well, now you've just kind of picked up the song. Then the song grows on you. Now you like it. So they're using videos for what they're meant for, you know? Yeah. Um, to get you kind of in the back door to like the song. But uh, yeah, Dave Grohl, very talented person. Um, do I think Foo Fighters should be in the Hall of Fame? That's another story for another day. I just wish there was a way he could have gone individually for his work with Nirvana, his work here. We all know he's the brains behind Foo Fighters. Why he can't go in on his own. Again, we're not going to get into my opinions of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame either. But Well, that's all I have for today. Anything else for the episode? No, just keep watching for us on our social media for our concerts, our local concerts. We'll be updating those on our Facebook page. Uh, some on Twitter and Instagram, but mostly Facebook for that stuff. Awesome. All right, everyone, have a good week. See ya.